You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. And need no introduction, my partner. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were going to support me. Don't, don't go away. My heart, why you dunking me, girl? Why you dunking me? How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Let's go. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. Here goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. You remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. They're naming a drink after us. Wrapping up our number two here on Hurt Out Sports Radio and 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. DB here with me. I'm Ravi Lula, and we're brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office, reminding you that using your seatbelt saves lives and prevents injuries, but only if it's worn properly. Make it click. This message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is Greg Anderson, CEO of Bailey Lowerman, to discuss some of the ads we heard during the Super Bowl or saw during the Super Bowl, like we just heard that Dunkin' Donuts ad. Greg, how are you this morning? I'm fantastic. How are you all? Oh, we're hanging in there. Good to hear from you. Likewise. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Greg, I, I got to say, it seemed a little lackluster in the commercials this year in terms of really memorable ones. Obviously, that Duncan one sticks out, but um, kind of it just going back in your memory, was this kind of one of the more mass Super Bowl ad years? Uh, it really was, and I think that um, it's that's out a bit of a cautionary tale for Super Bowl advertising going forward. And, you know, I think when you look at ads in the Super Bowl and the tone that they take, they are a direct reflection of what's happening in society, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, the Super Bowl is, is meant to be a platform for brands to make a big statement, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you look back through the history of famous advertising like Apple and their famous 1984 commercial or you know, some of the work that Nike has done. It's supposed to be like a, a reflection of things that are happening in society and they're making this, this big uh, statement or they're trying to disrupt a category. But we really saw none of that this year. And I think it's because we're in a really combustible societal time right now, you know, and, and brands that have sort of stood out and made a statement oftentimes in the last 12 or 24 months have gotten dinged, right? They've been boycotted uh, and everything else. So I think the marketers this year tried to really play it safe. Uh, and in playing it safe, you know, they spent seven, seven and a half million dollars per 30 seconds to duck. Greg, understated or overstated? Because I, I kind of got the reference and immediately I thought Bud Light, right? But it, it exactly. seems like they've weathered the storm, whether it was the partnership with the UFC and Dana White, or uh, the, the the public, um, the, the the public affinity from from Donald Trump, what did we did? Was that exaggerated? We we read the reported losses, but it seems like now they're back, and it's still Bud Light, a very popular brand again. That did they rehab their image that quick, or was it overstated? Well, um, I think that there is like an initial period of shock, right, where everyone's talking about it, it's going to have an immediate short-term impact. But if you look at Bud Light, you look at Target, you look at Disney, you know, all of these brands have been on various boycott lists. And I think over time, 
um, you know, people's sensibility takes over, uh, and then they could just go back to, um, you know, their, their no- normal consumption patterns. We're talking with Greg Anderson, CEO of Bailey Lowerman, uh, talking about Super Bowl commercials. Uh, Greg, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, because the thing that I noticed theme-wise, and you mentioned this kind of in the, the state of the world, was it seems like there was a lot more commercials for causes as opposed to products. I, I guess, when did we start to see that shift? Because I remember it last year a little bit, but it was pretty prominent this year. Yeah, you know, cause advertising um, is always going to be there in these big moments. Um, There's obviously a massive audience, um, but I think, you know, cause brands are not immune from the same sort of um, fragility, I would say, you know, as as any other, you know, product brand out there. Look at, um, you know, He Gets Us, right? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you want to talk about how divided and tense culture is in the United States today. You know, here's advertising that is trying to remind people that tolerance isn't a bad thing. And it was probably, it was one of the most talked about ads in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, but it also had one of the largest percentages of negative sentiment in how people were talking about it. So. Like, you do this for a living, so you're the perfect guy to ask. How, like, it's 2024, and uh-huh. things are a lot, there's a lot more diversity overall. Opinions, the way people look, the way people dress, working home from not home, households. Like, everything is less, quote-unquote, traditional than, like, let's say it was 30 years ago, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. Why do you think? Is it just that we have the ability to be more opinionated? Because why are we more particular than, like, let's say we were in the 70s where there was a lot less, quote-unquote, difference? Right. Uh, well, I think that political polarity, you know, unfortunately has, has taken over how people think and behave, you know, and uh, it shapes a lot of how they um, express themselves on various social media platforms today. Is this where you guys would excel, right? Because you, it's so temperamental and it volatile. You almost have to choose carefully. But we saw the expenditures this year for the Super Bowl. Was this simply Vegas? The high ticket prices. The it was ex, it was an exciting time. The Super Bowl performance. Taylor Swift. Like, did was it just the cost of doing business, or is this just a sign of the degree of difficulty for businesses to get it right? There is a very high degree of difficulty to get it right. I mean, marketers are spending millions and millions of dollars, and the knock-on effect of that investment um, can be both massively positive or negative, you know, for a brand. So you really have to thread the needle, which is why you saw a lot of brands this year go to safe, uh, celebrity-driven, you know, narratives that got a few chuckles, you Mm. know, and I think... Again, you know, no one wanted to touch the electrified third rail of, of anything, you know, and unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and unfortunately, they're everywhere, you know, and so I think it was a year where marketers really tried to play it safe, but, you know, going back to my original statement, I don't think you spend $7.5 million for 30 seconds and then you know, how many other million for your celebrity endorser to play it safe. And I think that 
marketers are going to really start to question whether or not in this current environment, Super Bowl as a platform makes sense if they're just going to be forced to play it safe. Let, let me ask along those – God, this is fantastic, actually. Along those lines, do you think we're more uh, or less – swayed when it comes to advertisements it seems like now more than ever mm. we have more resolve in our conviction like <laughs> it seems kind of like an oxymoron doesn't it are can you get me to change my mind in when seconds? i'm so staunch <laughs> in what i believe in um yeah yes and no I, you know i don't know if it would be overnight right you know but incrementalism you know we're trying to build awareness and we're trying to build meaning and, and specific attributes but you know if you're talking about millennial or gen z's audience going back to that cause thing so many younger consumers are not just making a decision based on a product feature or price they're making a decision about what a brand stands for in the world and whether or not that brand aligns to their values of how they live their lives. And so that's where you see a lot of like purpose-driven, you know, brands and, you know, campaigns built around certain values. They're trying to align with their with their audiences and those values. Mm. Great, great stuff there. We mm. super appreciate your time, and uh, I'm sure we'll circle around next year and, and oh, 100%. see what the conversation surrounding the ads are. Then we appreciate it, Greg. Hey, thanks very much for having me on. Thanks, Greg. That's Greg Anderson, CEO of Bailey Lowerman. I always wonder what the dynamics is, right? Where what's what's the breaking point? Because ninety eight percent of the time we don't even watch commercials. The whole streaming platform mm -hmm. and television viewing experience is built around being able to do away with commercials. Mm -hmm. We don't want to see it. It's a waste of time. It can't change the way we think. Well, why do you see this? Why it's do you think our phones too, right? Because instead of watching a commercial we bring up tiktok or we bring up instagram or we bring up twitter like a lot of times this is what i do during games is commercial break oh time for me to tweet out what i thought about what just happened or whatever right yeah. like as kind of what we do what we do so it is kind of the one time a year we even pay attention to advertisements in a like real way it's got to start to you think if we're getting a pulse on how people actually think and the way society is going mm -hmm. wouldn't we see less commercials and not more I think you're going to see less of certain types of commercials. That's why I think you saw so many movie trailers during the Super Bowl because they want to get their – that actually does provide bang for their buck, right? Because $7 million on a production budget of like Dune I think is like $150 million, $200 million movie, right? $7 million in advertising is nothing. All is possible, mm -hmm. and all you're paying is for the time. You're not paying to actually produce the commercial really. You just have to cut that thing up. I think that we're going to see more and more stuff like that, ads for movies, ads for shows. Because, again, in the streaming world, like you talked about, all they want is to push you to the platform, right? So you're going to see Netflix, HBO Max, movies, all that kind of stuff because they don't care if you buy their product or they don't care if they buy, you buy a product. They want you to buy their platform, mm. right? So it's a totally different dynamic. The commercial is an ends to a means for those people, whereas how am I going to know if I want Snuggle or Windex or – I mean – is anybody going to Dunkin' this morning instead of Starbucks or Scooters or wherever just because of Ben Affleck on Sunday? I agree. Probably not. Coming up next, we've got our guy Matt DeMarinis from the White and Blue Review here on Red Sports Radio.